This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening, my name is Vinnie White, this is the Vinnie White Show, you're listening to News Talk 1010, and welcome along. This is a journalism sheesh kebab, hard-hitting news chunks, fresh opinion, sprinkled with tasty comedy, then skewered with an abrasive and slightly ill-informed stick, and served up with a sauce so pungent it could kill a healthy toddler. Recorded live from London, Sunday, June the 18th, you are listening to Vinnie White on News Talk 1010. Good evening, how are you? Here's what's coming up. As always, we look at our regular feature, what the hell has the leader of the what used to be free world done to bugger everything up for everyone else this week? Don't worry, there's plenty of content. There always is. And we'll talk to Amanda Capito about her latest dating. I'm, I'm slightly obsessed with Amanda's dating life. One of these days, we'll find her a man. Uh, if you feel like you meet the challenge, she's on Twitter. Can be a bit scary, though. A bit stalky. So um, go easy if you find her on Twitter, Amanda Capito. Just you know, start off with something nice and soft. You know, not, Don't go too hard to start with. Just, just, just swoon her softly because the internet can be a very abrasive place full of trolls and nutters, you know. Send her a car or something. Something understated to start with. Uh, we'll talk to her later on as we, she comes in and plenty of other stuff as we get down and dirty with the Vinnie White Show on News Talk 1010. Good evening. Uh, I'm doing the show live from London this week as I'm here and that's sort of, you know, yeah, that's that's really all there is to that. Um, so... It's been quite a good opportunity to see my family, of course. My my niece and nephew are here. Did a little recording with my nephew. He's eight. Uh, he'll be on later on as well. So we'll start with Donald Trump. Uh, get him out of the way. Uh, when I say get him out of the way, if anyone wants to. I mean, I'm not condoning murder, but if you could just sort of, I don't know, package him off somewhere for the next uh, 20 to 30 million years that would be fine by me donald trump a man whose name you hear so much you now can't remember a time that you didn't know it you just know that things were a little bit better then uh, this week he oversaw his first full cabinet meeting at which his top officials took turns to heap praise on the president yeah it was really bizarre mr trump took the opportunity to try and use his full first meeting to make the case that despite the problems created by the controversy over his alleged collusion with russia the administration was making rapid and great progress uh, he said never he said i'll say that again he said never has a president except roosevelt passed more legislation and uh, done more things than what we've done so modest as ever the president oh sorry and full of lies uh, the president then sat and listened to his cabinet as members took turns all of them actually uh, and they were all aware that the media was listening and they all took turns to praise him for his performance in the oval office a little bit north career if you don't believe me listen to this now maybe start with mike and we'll just go around and just you name your position and then we'll ask these folks to uh, go back and have a good day, and we're going to discuss our various reports. Mike? Thank you, Mr. President, and uh, just the greatest privilege of my life is to serve as, as Vice President to the President, who's keeping his word to the American people, and assembling a team that's bringing real change, real prosperity, and real strength back to our nation. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, Mr. President, 
Uh, it's great to be here and celebrate this group. Uh, we are receiving, as you know, I'm not sure the rest of you fully understand the support of law enforcement all over America. They have been very frustrated. Uh, they are so thrilled that we have a new uh, idea that we're going to support them and work together to properly, lawfully uh, fight the rising crime that we're seeing. That's and, uh, it's an honor That's, to be able to serve you in that regard. You Thank set the exact right message, and it's being responded. The response is fabulous around the country. On behalf of the entire senior staff around you, Mr. President, we thank you for the opportunity and the blessing that you've given us to serve your agenda and the American people, and we're continuing to work very hard every day to accomplish those goals. Yeah, Donald Trump and his disciples. Sorry, um, uh, friends. Uh, no, family. Oh, God, politicians. Oh, <laughs> it's blurred lines nowadays, isn't it? Very difficult. Um, yeah, they were uh, praising the Supreme Leader. Sycophantic is always sick, but that takes it to a whole new level. It's very difficult to hear those clips of people condoning the President for his amazing achievements, which include... Um, it's amazing to hear those and not feel um, grotesquely, violently ill to your stomach and full of impending doom about the rapid progress to uh, Armageddon. Still, <laughs> weather's good. Is it just me? I mean, it's all very well doing this show every week and saying the same things. Oh, here's a clip of Donald Trump being stupid. <laughs> here's a quick whip at his expense that if he heard, he'd be absolutely devastated by because he's a narcissist with very thin skin. But does it get us anywhere? And does anyone else feel differently? I mean, maybe we're too wrapped up in this. Maybe we need to ask someone completely outside, like, I don't know, an eight-year-old. Because, you know... It's nice to get a fresh perspective. So today here in London, I decided to interview my nephew. I recorded this earlier. I showed him that clip that you just heard that shows Donald Trump standing there with uh, his disciples around him, telling him how wonderful he is. And then I showed him another couple of clips as well for good measure before I had to go to the bathroom. But, um, yeah, what does an eight-year-old think? Let's find out. Hello, what's your name? Nicholas. And how old are you? Eight. What do you like? Chess? Yeah. Anything else? Sport and maths. Mm, maths? What kind of eight-year-old likes maths? Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> Good for you. Anyway, you ready for some questions? Yeah. Who do you think the man was that you just saw? Donald Trump. And who is he? What does he do for a living? Uh, he is a president in America. Very good. Well done. What does he look like to you? He's a bit selfish. <laughs> okay. Why do you say that? Because he's naughty. He is a naughty man, yeah. So, what is it about him that you think you don't like and you think he's naughty for? Any ideas? He doesn't really... He just is a bit competitive and he keeps on wanting to win all the time and when he doesn't win... He, he cries like a crybaby. <laughs> but when you play chess with me sometimes, you, you nearly always win. But when you don't win, you don't feel good either. So maybe... maybe... Yeah, but I don't cry. No, that's true. You don't cry. And you don't get angry. Would you like to be the President of the United States? Uh, yeah. Why? What would you do? I would make university 
five pounds <laughs> for three years. Five pounds for three years. <laughs> why? Why do you want to make university cheap? Because then when I go to university, I will lose twenty-seven thousand billion pounds. <laughs> yeah, isn't, you're not wrong. And finally, what do you think of his looks? Because he's got a very beautiful wife. Yeah, but his face is a bit chubby. Has he got a chubby face? Yeah. Mm, what should we do about that? Go to the doctor. <laughs> so the selfish man with the chubby face needs to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a bit plump. Do you think so? Yeah. A lot of Americans are plump. A lot of British people are plump, let's be honest. Not really. No? Apart from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, we're going to have to wrap it up. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say to Canada? Because most of Canada, I think most of Canada listen to this radio show. You were there once, but unfortunately you can't remember it because you're only a baby. Mm. Uh, anything you want to say to the listeners in Canada? Bye-bye. <laughs> Adios. My eight-year-old nephew Nicholas there with his thoughts on Donald Trump. Fantastically well put, if I may say so myself. Yeah, it was an amazing video. Amazing. There was a comment underneath it, actually. I particularly liked by some bloke in America. He said, I've worked on ranches in Montana for years and I've never seen this much bullshit. This is The Venny White Show. On In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. But there might be positive Trump news. Is there such a thing? Yes, positive Trump news for Toronto. Oh, my God, I'm over in England and I called it Toronto. Tirana, forgive me. Uh, Rumours in the Globe Mail today, the Trump organisation already has agreed to a settlement that will see it walk away from its branding and management deal over the 65-storey hotel and condo tower in Toronto. What does that mean? Yes, the Trump Tower is getting a name change. We no longer have to look up at Trump. And uh, so I wonder what they can do. I mean, obviously, there's some very cheap options if you remove some of the letters. You don't have to completely rename it. You could just pop the T off and have Rump. Uh, you could have the Rum Tower. That would be easy. You could have Tut, Tum, Trump, Rup. Or if you're allowed to hack away at some of the letters... The Tit Tower. I'd be happy with it. Uh, it could still take two to six weeks to get the deal closed and rebrand the Trump International Hotel and Tower. The building was developed by Talon International Incorporated, which later defaulted on a, a construction loan. And the property was bought in a court-run sale, which is like a pig farm auction. But the pigs are glass buildings. It was bought by JCF Capital earlier this year. They don't want to be associated with him, do they? Of course they don't. I don't want to be associated with Donald about as much as his wife, who seems physically repulsed. Not sure why. His face is a bit chubby. Thank you. I nearly forgot that. Um, yeah, Bloomberg earlier reported that the interested parties include Marriott, Hilton, Waldorf Astoria and Mandarin Hotel. So that's coming. Yeah, the Trump Tower will no longer loom on the skyline of Toronto. I don't know what it will be. One of those options. I think they should make it the Tim Hortons Tower, you know? Let's make this Canadian in our biggest city. 
Uh, Tim Horton's tower, you could have it dark red with a brown plastic roof. Not as good as most of the towers in the area, but strangely addictive, and uh, each room is half the price of the competition. And uh, once a year, maybe you could roll down the side of the building and win another building. Uh, since its opening in 2012, Talon has sold less than half of the tower's residential condos and hotel occupancy rates have been way lower than expected. Basically, it ain't going that well. Apparently, people aren't really rushing to be insider Trump. Historically, it's very much always been the other way around. Uh, Trump was pressed to distance itself himself, of course, from the global business that he owns before becoming president in January. He said he would maintain ownership while turning over control to his adult sons. Adult, in inverted commas. Uh, this week, more than 190 Democratic lawmakers sued him, saying he was uh, that he had accepted funds from foreign governments through his business in violation of the US Constitution. Uh, Trump therefore apologised and took full responsibility. Sorry, I read that incorrectly. Trump tweeted at four o'clock in the morning that everything was lies and that no one had ever been treated like this since the Crusades. Something like that. You know, usual stuff happens every week. So we'll talk to Amanda Capido live from Toronto in just a moment as uh, you're listening to The Vinnie White Show here on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Would you like a canvas print? Because I sort of think you deserve one. Well, you know, you could just head on over to mrphotocanvas.com, click a few buttons and get one half price if you come and pick it up. Yeah, nothing to do with me, obviously. Um, but uh, I've, I've just heard it's very good. So good that I talk about it nearly every week. Can't think why. Since I'm doing self-promo, sorry, promo, uh, I also need to say, if you do like this shenanigans, you can always take it with you. Download the podcast at vinniewhite.co.uk. vinniewhite.co.uk for your podcast, free of charge. You can take this and let me accost your ears every week. <laughs> This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Every week I reconnect with Toronto, and if there is one person very much at its epicentre, her name is Amanda Capido. Hello, mate. Hi, Vinny. How are things going in the big, well, actually, by comparison, slightly smaller city? It's good. We miss you. Oh, that's very kind of you. Um, I we miss the Toronto Collective. Yeah, so you've I'm speaking on behalf of everyone. Speaking on behalf of four million. Definitely wrong <laughs> on that from some of the hate mail that I get, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, all right. So I want to start with Canada 150. I thought this year I was going to be there for the 150 celebrations, but it doesn't look like I'm going to be because I'm going to be here for a while longer. So what is going on, and is the vibe good? I've noticed your weather's amazing. Everything seems to be lined up. 150 feeling special how's it working i i think it's it's already overkill is that so horrible for me to say as a canadian as a proud canadian well what makes you say it okay well i've just noticed like we're still two weeks out here i know we're celebrating the entire year but uh the advertising like the brands that are jumping on canada 150 to me are just it, taking it over the top and it's just making me numb to the whole thing so i uh, what pushed me over the edge specifically this week was when i saw a mcdonald's ad about canada 150 so for, first off we all know mcdonald's is not canadian mm. and second off so it's clearly they just trying to jump on again trending 
trending, you know, topics here. Mm. And they just got a bunch of people standing in lines for McDonald's to sing happy birthday, like to sing happy birthday to Canada. I just... Hang on a minute. Let's rephrase that sentence. They got a load of highly paid actors to stand in line and pretend to be normal people standing in a queue and then sing happy birthday. Right. Probably yeah. shot in the US. Who yeah, are very kidding? probably. <laughs> they didn't even give us tax credits. You know, <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> I can't. Why? I'm I'm excited. I'm going to be in Ottawa for Canada Day, so I'm excited for that. And I think the festivities there and around that will be great. I just I'm really bothered by all the brands saying happy birthday and and trying to latch onto it. I think it's a bit extreme. Big American brands like that. Anyone else that's bothering you? Ford? Have they got involved somehow? <laughs> I'm sure they. I feel like I've seen so many. Some of a lot of Canadian banks have done it fine, right? Like uh. you're our bank, but. When the, the McDonald's one is really just... Oh, that I was, just thought the Ford one did it years ago with the F-150, didn't they? Yeah, I yeah, that's right. That's mm. right. They're all at it, some of them prematurely, I would say. Well, yeah, I share your irritation, but that's corporate North America, isn't it, <laughs> I suppose? Yeah. It'd be nice if at the end of it they said, as a result of the celebrations of 150, McDonald's will send $150 million to the Inuit people of Canada. That, right? that would be you. different, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I had a weird one this week. I wanted to tell you about it. Yeah. So, as you know, at the moment I'm in London, but London's very much like Toronto. We have supermarkets. We live our lives in a fairly normal way. And this you have week, supermarkets in London? I know. Would you believe it? And roads. It's madness. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> it's almost as developed and as clever as you guys. <laughs> almost. <laughs> um, so I was in a supermarket, which is called Iceland, which, you know... If ever you are going shopping there, it's always good to say you're going to Iceland because it sounds a lot more glamorous than what you're actually doing. I bet. <laughs> yeah. It used to be it used to just sell frozen goods, hence its ah. name Iceland. But now it sells everything. So you go into Iceland and buy bananas. Like it doesn't make sense. Weird, because they don't even have it themselves. Like Iceland has to ship bananas in, right? So Well, as opposed to Canada that grows them freely. Well, I'm just saying that Iceland specifically for that store. Like, we don't have a store named Most Canada. people have to ship their bananas in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, we're getting bogged down. Okay, I'm sorry. Tell As, me. No, it's my Iceland. fault. It's my fault. I take full blame. <laughs> right, so I was in Iceland, but not the country, just the British supermarket. And um, I was walking around, and I got a bit confused, actually. It was really weird. I didn't need to be there, because I read that it was a superstore, and I wanted to buy loads of stuff. And then I walked in there. It wasn't super in any way. It was actually quite small. And I was like, oh, this isn't really what I need. I need to do like a proper massive shop. You know when you do your massive one and it takes hours and you have a massive cart full of stuff. Yeah. And it was just it just wasn't going to happen. So I actually ditched my cart and thought, right, I'm going to get out of here and go to a big Tesco or like a different superstore, like a proper superstore. And I'm walking out. So the whole journey's been pointless. And there's this woman. And I'd say she's probably about... I'd say it'd be fair to say she was 250 pounds. It looked like she might enjoy a chicken wing. Nothing wrong with that. And she was blue, which is like a, is quite an achievement. Well, she was blue in skin tone, which by any means is quite a peculiar achievement. But she was blue in skin tone, which is even more of an achievement because she was black. So oh, I yeah. then realised on closer inspection that she was blue because she was choking to death. Yeah. Yeah, oh it was really weird. So the, there was me and this other random dude who was walking around with a loaf of bread, and he saw it at the same time as me. 
and she couldn't speak because she was so she was choking and I'm, it's horrible to do this but I have to reenact it this is what it sounded like <laughs> And she was waving her arms as if to say, help me. Now, I have And no one else was noticing other than you and this London, guy? you know, like, oh, unless you're God. lying on the floor with a sign that says, please help. No one, no mm. one cares. And that's not entirely. That's just completely unfair, as we learnt this week. That's, I'm going to take that back. But all big cities do have something in common. And unfortunately, Toronto is, would be tarred with the same brush. I think it's fair to say that people are slightly more concentrating on their own lives. And genuinely, people didn't notice, like, because she wasn't that loud. Because wow. she couldn't right. make that much noise. So... Right. No, no disrespect to London, actually. It was, it was, I'm going to take that back. It was perfectly reasonable um, that a lot of people had noticed. So me and this guy look at each other, and so we, we grabbed an arm each. At this point, by the way, she dropped her basket, and her phone and everything was in it, and it would all spill out, and, like, her headphones were out, and you could see that there was no confusion here. Like, no one drops that in that way and stands there looking like that unless they're in serious trouble. So it was like, right, you've got to do something, so what are you going to do? So I thought, I'll do the Heimlich manoeuvre, but then he grabbed an arm, and it didn't look like he was going to do that, so I thought, oh, all right, well, I'll just grab the other arm. And then so we then locate her back and sort of, like, rub her back... And I pat it quite hard, and he thinks, "Oh, this guy knows what he's doing." I guess we just give her a good old bash on the on the back. So he gave her a really big bash, like proper smack. Like people in the supermarket would have heard it um, over the over the growing commotion. As this happened, a mint shot out of her mouth. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it was huge. I could see why she was choking. I don't think she meant to swallow it. That, that was clearly wasn't the plan. That shot out and landed in a freezer full of ice creams. <laughs> which, oh my God. Looking back was funny, but at the time wasn't that funny because I still thought yeah, she might be... Yeah, just terrifying and yeah. like... So, oh like, at that point, she fell to the floor on all fours, but not in a pain way, just to, so she could get air and regain her breath. Yeah. And she had no strength. And I didn't realise that. I looked at her... And her eyes were completely and utterly red. There was almost no white in the eye where she was so starved of oxygen. Oh, my I God. I know. At which point, some idiot staff member came over and... Um, like, and they had good intentions. They gave her a bottle of water, but they tried to force it down her throat. I'm like, no, oh, she no. needs air. Just get clear the airway. That's one thing I know is the situation here. So, yeah, mm. she, she was choking away. And then we um, picked all her stuff up and it was just this really weird moment. I looked at her and I said, um, what's your name? And she said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And like started to cry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. You guys saved her life. Like she could have, that could have so easily gone a different way. Yeah, I know. And then like this guy, so she she went off to um, a little security room where they gave her a bottle of water and sat her down. And she did, I never still don't know her name. I just know her name. Unless her name is Thank You, which is uh, <laughs> coincidentally pleasing. Anyway, she went off and uh, me and this guy, we gave each other a hug. We had a little oh, moment. Because you did it together. Yeah. And he goes, how long have you been a medic? I said, I thought you were. <laughs> He said, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just following your lead. So I said, well, it's a good job that we managed to bodge our way through that one. And um, I gave him another hug. I was, so, I was like emotionally overcome. And then pulled my empty trolley back and pushed it outside and put it back. So it's like, hang on a minute. I didn't buy anything. I just went in and attempted to save someone's life. And now I'm out on the street without any shopping. What's going on? <laughs> Well, you can. After that, you're emotionally spent. You're like, I'm done for the day. I've lived a life. <laughs> exactly. I don't blame you. 
Like, I, I'm surprised that that worked. Yeah. So what I've done, mate, I've invested in a cape. And now... Oh, get out of here! You know, I don't want to be big about it, but I'm just saying that a large V is being projected in the sky above London. You're going to be that person who brings this up every time <laughs> and reminds... And remind us all that you're a lifesaver. There you are, Amanda. Two incompetent strangers convinced of each other's abilities, accidentally saving the life of a woman whose last thought was very nearly, oh, my God, I think I just swallowed that hole. Oh, my God, it's stuck. Oh, my God, these two men holding me are smacking me on the back. Perhaps death at this point would be slightly less embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no, but I still think... Her mind was probably going blank. Like, when you get into one of those, into those situations, I think... She wouldn't even have had time to think about how embarrassing it is. She's just terrified. I stole her purse. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> well, I had oh. to take payment. I mean, come on. I'm not doing this stuff for free. You were just being such a good person, now you've just become the worst. <laughs> and that's Only not... you can do this! Only you can turn it so fast! <laughs> turn. Took such a turn. Yeah. Peaks and troughs. So, anything going on with your life? I, I particularly want to focus, as I always do, on the dating I knew you would. You always, you always ask. I think I've got a weird, it's like living vicariously because I'm quite settled nowadays. I like hearing about your highs and sadly even the lows because some of them are quite funny. And you're never, never short of them, are you? I know. I do have another story for you, which part of me hates that I always have a story. Like, and actually they're mostly lows, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Where comedy we... wouldn't be comedy if it was all good. You can't have Billy Connolly coming on stage and going, oh, the weather's nice. You look very attractive. Good night. You know, we like a bit of grit. <laughs> <laughs> and part of me is like, it's sad that my life is the comic humor that, that, that propels conversations and relationships, like like friend, like platonic relationships of mine, that people just know that they can ask me for these yeah, stories. And I like, mean, I'm not being selfish, but I hope you die lonely because I'll have a great deal of stories to listen to for the rest of my life, which I think is wow. fair. <laughs> All right, what's the latest? Brutal. Okay, well, I mean, this one really bothered me, I guess, because it's it's a brander issue that sometimes even friends do, let alone on dates, but especially annoying when on a date. I just went out with someone last weekend who, you know, when someone asks you a question, but... You know they don't even really care about your answer. They just want you to ask that same question back to them so that they can tell you their answer. Oh, I've had this, yeah. They're using it as a verbal springboard to get to where yes. they want to go for them. Yes. I yeah. hate it so much that I would rather you just be like, hey, you know what? I really want to tell you about X, Y, and Z. And just dive right in if you're that adamant about speaking about it and, and yeah, i know this is what he was is, um, doing yeah the classic is like do you, do you like and then they say something really specific like oh, i don't know do you like labradoodles yeah. no not really yeah. oh well i bought one today oh okay yeah. fine right so we can just go there can we yeah yes so his so this was because again the, the question that he asked is not one that you would typically ask i mean at least i wouldn't ask on a date he asked me do i have any collections of any sort and I just knew that he wanted to tell me about his collection. Absolutely. Because first off, are we in grade seven and talking about what we collect back at home? Like, I've this got, is not... Uh, I've got 26 different coloured erasers. I like those. Uh, 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 also, I, I like dolls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So when he asked me what collections I had, I'm like, um... I don't know, when I was young, I collected this and that, and then I kind of ended up resorting into that, but, which I don't know if you know this, that I, that I collect beer mugs. 
I, I tend to, to take them from places or purchase them if I'm able to. I think and what I, you like, meant when you used the word take there was steal. Hmm? <laughs> okay, I have tried to purchase some beer mugs yeah. from places and they won't sell it to me because they get them for free from the beer from that beer brand. No, so I agree. I, I mean, just this week, I tried to buy a Mercedes. I didn't have the money, <laughs> so I had to steal one. And I, no, I, I feel your pain. There's no dollar value to some of these glasses because they just are given to the bars for free mm. from from the beer brands. Yeah. That's true. No ah. dollar value. No one spent any money on them anywhere in the chain. The point is, he was very unimpressed, I think, with, with my admission, which mm. I, you know. Like, How many beer I, mugs have you got? A lot, a lot. I've More had to. I actually had to start wait, like, really going through and being like, which ones are worth keeping here? Because this is just getting ridiculous. I had to keep buying extra shelves, and I was putting them on my shelves in like in my um, kitchen. So yeah, like I, I had more than thirty at one point. Oh, okay. And I kind of I started collecting them from like all over the world from my travels. I was, I was bringing home beer mugs. Of like local beers and stuff. It was, yeah. It's a good. It's a. It's cool. anyway. I guess whatever. I don't even really want to talk about collecting. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Okay. So what? What happened? Because then he wanted to clearly tell me about his collection. So then I just you know so I I, I talked about the beer mugs for a little bit, but then I just reluctantly was like. First, I was thinking, can I somehow segue out of this conversation and not ask him the question back, even though I know he wants me to so badly? And I thought, you know what? Curiosity. I just got to know now what the heck he collects yeah. that he so badly wanted to bring this up on this date. So I just was like, anyway, what do you collect? And, you know, his eyes just lit up. He's so excited to tell me mm. that he collects fish. And I was like, oh, fish that you catch and you what? You mount them on your wall or, or what? He's like, no, no, no. Live fish. I'm like, yeah. live fish? Like pets. He's like, well, you know, they're not really pets. It's a collection because they're rare fish. And apparently he tr he trades to get fish that are not local to this area that are very hard to get. So he has to be on forums. He was telling me that he has to actually go on forums and monitor who's bringing what fish through Ontario. And you, and he's actually like, this is like some, some you know, trunk car sh trading. Like he meets people in random spots and does these fish trades. Anyway. He, so he collects all rare fish and then but and then I said oh do you name them like are these your pets and he was like no god no I don't give them names and I was like oh oh heaven forbid you actually make a collection with our connection with these fish fish because you got to trade them the next day it's like it's like I don't know it's really weird. well in fairness farmers don't have an emotional attachment to their sheep so they yeah, don't name them he's I don't know they're a, it's weird I think it's kind of weird and then he said well, that why, why do you think it's weird that he collects because fish. I don't think this is that weird. I think it is weird. Now I'm starting it's to think that it's weird that I don't think it's weird that people collect fish. I don't think, I think that's all right. I mean, you can't be, you knew you knew that people collected fish, yeah? That's not something you've, you're surprised not by. Like this. Not like this. Well, what's like, so different about it? Him saying, oh, I liked, I like pet fish as pets and I want to add a couple extra pets, you know, and I want to, I like to get colorful ones. This is him like, the, he's using them like trading cards. He's using them like, you see what I'm saying? They're like, it, it's like trying to, you're trying to one up, you're trying to trade a fish to get a better fish. It's like almost like they're, mo they're money. Like it's easy. He's putting like. But I mean, if, it, if he was doing the same thing with thimbles, if he was a grandmother, for example, I don't think you'd, yeah, but they're, they're, he's not killing them to, to sell on. 
He doesn't actually want them as a pet. Like, he doesn't care for them as pets. He's not like, I love this fist. His name is Billy. Like, he doesn't... It's not for the reason of having a pet. I don't understand even the reason of to have them. It's just to have them to trade so you can get more. See what I mean? The, the, the bare bones foundation of it seems odd to me. I, see, I don't agree with that. I think it's a really... I mean, I wouldn't do it. It's not my, it's not my thing. But here's a man that is learning a lot about fish by keeping them and occasionally gets bored of his parrotfish and changes it for some snapdragon from the Orient and none of his fish collecting friends have got that so he feels a bit cool then he sells that one on but he gets a bit bored of that no fish are harmed in the process I think it's alright I don't think it's but I don't think it's he gets bored of it in trades I think he's he's actively trading he says that he has to check the forums to see what's coming in all the time so yeah. this is like a giant game to him. Yeah. But, so, like, there's a prince that lives in Dubai who has seven different coloured Ferraris. Because he can, right? So, like, people collect anything from live fish to Ferraris. Why is that so weird? I think, I think it's too... I don't think it's a fair comparison. Number one, we're talking about a live animal compared to a car. And a car you use. You go and drive it. The pet, any use of a pet would be for, like, companionship, and he's saying he doesn't have companionship with them. Well, because he doesn't view them as pets, hence they're not giving them names. It's like saying, it's like oh, the only I use... The only thing, like, you've got a fluffy rabbit. I totally see where you're coming from. For you, the only reason you have a fluffy rabbit is because you can call it what its name is. What's it called again? Sniffles. Of course. I mean, anyone that calls us a rabbit Sniffles it probably isn't no. going to get this. So you I... know that you... Someone, a kid named it. I took it off of someone's hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you could change not his in name. A trade. Not in a trade, for the record. You could have changed his not... name. It's not a ship. No, but I felt like I should honour the name that the little girl gave him. Oh, well, we are go- we're, like, we're getting, pardon the pun, but right down a <laughs> rabbit warren right now. Here's my point. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, Amanda, you like your rabbit, right? Yeah. Well done. You're making the point that I can't believe people trade live animals. That's mental. Surely they just want to enjoy them as pets. All right, well, let's pursue that argument with the more extreme version of this. People travel to Africa and spend thousands and thousands of dollars and then go all that way just so they can shoot a lion. Now, that is mental. That is beyond description. The concept of just collecting some fish and trading them occasionally surely isn't. I think, okay, the... the the comparison you're making is just way too extreme and a completely different it's well, a completely no, but I, and I accept that it is the very end of the extreme but the very end of the extreme is also the same as your original point not everyone wants an animal as a pet someone want them to trade and some of them want them to kill and there's lots of grey areas in between he just happens to be somewhere in the whole mesh of things that seems a reasonably normal position you collect fish don't you you join us live I, from the Sea Life Centre today. You're <laughs> also, every time I've told this story, uh, you're the only person who's defending the fish guy. You really are. Well, who who is... Right, maybe I'm missing something here, okay? <laughs> so let me just get this straight. When your friends are shocked that you went on a date with a man that collects fish, what do they say? What What do they say that makes them shocked about this? They were saying I should have just gotten up and left, which I never do. That I think that's right because he collects fish. Well, I think it. it, it yes, it's a and it's a. It was just I found it. It was it was like a little bit off putting. Oh, that's the way ridiculous, it was- Amanda. So if you went into a Chinese restaurant and they had a fish tank and they kept fish and occasionally trade them, would you not eat there because you're disgusted by the concept of someone keeping fish? <laughs> yeah. 
is that they're if they if you're saying they're having fish there so that you could they can make meals with it, then that is a completely again no, not I'm a fair sorry, comparison. I, that's not what I meant. No, it's, I meant that some of them, some restaurants have them on show. Just for, yeah, but that's a display for their restaurant. This is not this guy is he doesn't have it on display for himself because he doesn't care. He doesn't care about the fish. He's not. Naked, um, he has no like connection to them so he's not that he cares about the fish he's just trade he's just collecting them to trade them up like i don't know what like 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 what kids do with pokemon cards or whatever the heck they're trading these days you know what i mean like grown men do with hockey memorabilia right but except he's doing it with live animals but he's not killing them he's not attacking them he feeds them on a regular basis because they're an asset and they're worth money he probably does a great deal of looking after them and this whole he doesn't name them so therefore he doesn't quote he doesn't even like fish I don't think anyone collects fish unless they like fish so I will not accept let's get him on the phone I'm going to ask him if he likes fish and I bet you any money he says yes I like fish I collect them he likes them but he doesn't care for them Oh, my God. Are we going to pull this apart anymore? Right. (laughs) He likes fish. Yeah, he doesn't care as much about his fish as you care about your rabbit. I accept that. (laughs) Can we leave it like that? Okay, so you're saying I should have gone out with him again? Like, you're saying my standards are too high? Is that what you're saying? You're saying that a man collecting and occasionally trading fish is a dumpable offence. You will die a cat lady. I can't, no, I won't because I don't like cats, number one. Well, you <laughs> but, can trade them because you won't have any affiliation with them. Oh, uh, but I. But the whole point is if you really wanted to... I'm coming back to the initial presentation of this. Yes. If he really wanted to tell me about his fish collection, just tell me about your fish collection and don't try to make this like some sort of sneaky way to start talking about collections. Like that he just, I, I guess, wanted to... I absolutely agree with you entirely. Absolutely. So it's very... Don't try to... Yeah. Don't ask me about my collections and don't pretend to, to, to care about my collections because we all know we just you just wanted to tell me about your fish. Are you going to see him again? No. Why? Are you joking? No. no. Oh, my God. This is driving me insane. I love this no. guy. I'm going to marry him. I'm going to turn down and settle no. down with him. Oh, no. I couldn't. No. What, because of the fish or because of the way you proposed the question? Uh, both things and his just overall presentation I just wasn't a fan of like he just the way he carried himself I didn't well, maybe about, if you went out on a date with a bloke that we've hypothetically dreamt up a few times he's Italian he cooks well he's hilariously <laughs> funny he picks you up he's a rugby player he's sexy he's funny he works in broadcasting <laughs> and media and he does charity work but he kept fish is that a deal breaker no it's not it's not a deal breaker you heard it here first you're listening to News Talk 1010 <laughs> Fish FM if there was a fish fm i'm sure he'd tune in (laughs) i do love our long arguments now uh love you lots love you too This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. This is News Talk 1010. You're listening to Vinnie White on the Vinnie White Show, available at vinniewhite.co.uk. Weird spelling, don't know why. V-I-N-N-E-Y, white.co.uk. Let's get on with it. Nice to be here. i leave you with the news this week, since I happen to be in England this week, that Theresa May, our... Supreme Leader of our own um, has 
been about as popular as Brussels sprouts dipped in battery acid. But she does provide some light relief occasionally. Not this week. Things were quite bad this week. But one guy got hold of it. His name's Cassette Boy and he thought, well, we might as well remix her and see if we can make her into a song. I'll leave you with the fat beats of Theresa May wrapping it up. This is News Talk 1010. See you next week, 9 o'clock, on The Vinnie White Show. No night. The government should be able to say more than strong and stable. And it's wrong to believe the fable that I belong at the negotiating table. And I want to make sure I can ignore the public concerns about you. Turns, you have to learn there is no proof that I will tell you the truth. I don't know why people vote for me. It's like the more policies I talk about, the more problems you see. And let's not forget, if it's me you elect, it means a harmful far-right Brexit. Everything we do as we leave the EU will be not for the many, but for the few. I know whose side I'm on. Ordinary people are easy to dismiss. And yes, the message we're sending them is this. I could go into a lot more detail, explain why this government continues to fail. We've had cuts on an industrial scale, and it's plain. We must not prevail. We cut police spending by more than a fifth, and lives are being put at risk. But I will lie to you and say, we've made life safer in the UK. Have we've made the health service better or worse? You can't trust me. Ask the nurse and ask new rules for education will underfund schools, so they need donations. Only trust the Conservatives. If you don't rely on public services and remember that the heart of our agenda, we're making life harder for people with dementia. I don't know why people vote for me. It's like the more policies I talk about, the more problems you see. I don't know why people vote for me. It's like the more policies I talk about, the more problems you see.